Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. We shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. They can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Our society is complex, and we teach our students that they could just fix it. Go fix a military helicopter and see how far you get with that. So, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between, today on the Kind of Crazy podcast, I am joined by Miss Maven Macquarie, one of the most beautiful people in the whole world to me, and probably the only person to actually have that name, if you're bothered to look it up. Um, there's not many of them out there. She is currently studying for the big BCom in UCD, her second time in college, it should be added, and after acing the big LC, leaving cert, she tried her hand at science before deciding it wasn't for her, so it took a year out and is now back in business, forgive the pun, and <laughs> loving it, I hope. So Maeve, uh, thank you for uh, agreeing to do this with me. Thank you for thinking that I'm interesting enough to do this with. Well, uh, if I'm interesting enough to do this with, then if I'm interesting enough to think that I can start this, I'm sure you're interesting enough that people will listen. I, I don't know about that. You're also a lot funnier than me, so... Oh, uh, yeah, no. Oh, uh, that's not I'll, hard. I'll give you that. yeah. It's like I said to Gary last week, um, I said if I was a lot funnier, yeah. this would be a lot easier. But Aww. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not. You're enthusiastic, though, you know? Yeah. You need a host. You're like the Ryan Tilberty of podcasts. Also, Gary said that last week as well and said that I just because I got excited uh, at the Thought of the Light Late toy show, which, you know, uh, we'll leave that aside. Uh, I feel like I could do the Late Late toy show. I could be Ryan Tilberty. I feel like you could do the Late Late politics show. I don't know about toy show. I feel like, yeah, you could do a toy show, but you would absolutely fucking suck it to kids who got in your way. <laughs> 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 the kids like, there playing with like the new VR PlayStation. You know like, that like parade that? that they do of like the kids in the cars. If Tesla made like a mini car for a kid, you see, go and you absolutely boot the cunt off. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now we have little Jimmy five years old from Cork on a a Tesla. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Jimmy, kiss that. <laughs> and might go to Pat Kenny as he absolutely murk the kid in the. Pardon the pun. In the car. Oh my <laughs> Ma, I made it. <laughs> I always got really jealous. Did I tell you Danny was on that actually? The Late Late Toy Show. He was, on, he was one of the kids that no. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll get him to talk about Mini it. Mini pizza oven. Oh my God. He was on the bike with, um, I think he mentioned this on one of the early episodes of the Naively Optimistic, but he came out with this kid and I can't remember what the story was, but the kid couldn't cycle the bike and it was a tandem bike. And there was two of them on it. And he was just there, like, leading the charge, trying to cycle through. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't work out so The awesome. start of his fitness journey. <laughs> on a tandem bike. Yeah. He realized that he had to go by himself. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to kind of talk about, because uh, one of the privileges, I suppose, that I, I have is that I'm in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, suck to them. Go on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Obviously. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no offense. I'm sure they'll get there. But one of the things I want to talk about was how we met. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. And I think you're probably a better storyteller than I am. So, And it's also really interesting as well because we we didn't meet on Tinder. We didn't meet on Hinge or Bumble or any of these 21st century ways. We met no. very old-fashioned, very wholesome-like. Yeah. yeah, very sweet. Mm-hmm. We're like a modern fairy tale, some would say. Yeah. So what's your first memory of us meeting each other? Oh, meeting each other? Yeah. Or like being set up? Uh, we, were, we were set up on a blind date just like yeah for context yeah but 
obviously 21st century wasn't exactly blind but we have a mutual mutual two friends i guess yeah. who are also a couple and i was with the two of them on the way somewhere and the two of them were inebriated one more so than the other and got very excited about the idea of um introducing myself to ryan because they were like oh my god he's such a type because he's basically my type is just humongous so they were like he's huge like you like him and I was like yeah fair enough jot that down so then kind of months went by I think since first said to me when did they say it to you they said it I think they said it to me in start of April no yeah no it was the start of April because I was at I went to a 21st and um the guy in the relationship invited me to your 21st yeah and this is after he had just informed me that you existed so he said, Ryan, you should oh. come You should come to Maeve's birthday. And I was already going to someone else's birthday. Yeah. And I also thought that that would be weird. I feel like we wouldn't have... No, it, w- it wouldn't have gone the way it went if we had... Because you would have literally just been a stranger in my house. Yeah. Among like a lot of other like people. So. And, and friends that you've had for years. And I would have just strolled in and been like, what's up, lads? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't have worked out. No, but... But I think everything in our... Like the way we proceeded as a couple worked out the best way it could have yeah Yeah. well you know clearly we just weren't meant to meet then because we have met a few times without knowing it before we actually met so okay so i have three times that we've met before oh yeah i think i'm I'm right in saying three i don't know okay so one i'll I'll do them i'll do them chronologically the first time we actually probably saw each other face to face was funnily enough and strangely enough in cavas right Oh, this is the one I have no recollection of. Right. But do you actually remember that being me? Are you sure? Yeah, because the way Dara described it to me was that he had you on his back. Right? So me and my friends for our six-year holiday went to Kavos in Greece. And I remember we went to this, like, steakhouse to have food because it was cheap. They gave you 10 euro and you got, like, uh, starters, main course, and, like, two drinks or whatever. So, like, you know, it's typical Greece, you know, 10 euro holiday, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I remember being in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Induction with Dara for Super Value. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I thought he was someone else. I thought he was someone I knew from sailing. Oh, so right. I was like, Gavin, man, what's up, brother? Because oh, we went outside um, to walk the strip to go to a nightclub or whatever the case was. And he had to put someone down from his shoulders uh, before we engaged in conversation. And the way he described it to me was that was you. Oh, see, yeah. it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, because I remember talking to him about the exact location because it was outside this restaurant beside this wall because my friend also uh, had to relieve himself for a moment. On was it like near a shisha bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. There's a picture of me. Did you take it? No. Because there's a picture of me on his shoulders at that like location, I'm pretty sure, from that <sighs> night. I could be wrong because I feel like he like hoisted me around the place a lot. Yeah. Dara is the the two friends that we have in common are a couple and they've been going out for like like seven six seven years like a whole marriage of a time and i was also on the same six-year holiday as ryan but not together because yeah. we didn't know each other we were just staying in the same time same time same place never met him did not even know that was him until years later it was explained to me that we had met mm-hmm. and then the second time i think was in college because we both went to that, UCD. That yeah. one's a story. I like that one. Yeah. So Maeve originally did science in UCD. 
and I was doing politics and economics. A lot of her friends did the same course as me. So we're in the same lectures as me. Yeah. So when... I can't remember what morning it was. I came in late anyway because I think it was in the gym and there was traffic and I couldn't find a car parking spot, which is very typical of UCD. Yeah. So I, I came in from the front and we had this one lecturer who would always go around and make sure you knew everything or at least had a conversation about everything you read the night before. So I think we we're talking about new wars and old wars and I was up at the front yeah. and then you... And I had absolutely no business in being this because I used to go to these classes because I... they your, That lecture you had was in the science building. And right before it, like, say that was a 10 a.m., I had a 9 a.m. chemistry. And that used to just send me absolutely spiraling into the pits of mental ill health. So I would go to that lecture afterwards because my Connor and Orla and maybe somewhere else, they mm. were all in that lecture, basically. And I used to go in that and just, like, ground myself. A.K.A., like, uh, this is weird, but I, for some reason, brought, like, mini carrots to it. And I'd be offering everyone, like, mini carrots at 10 a.m. That's how you could tell mental mental unrest was being achieved in my head. Because I was like, does anyone want a mini carrot? And they all be like, who the fuck is this? And what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I want, but does anyone want a carrot? And they obviously they would say no because I look like a mental patient. And that was me. So I used to come in just to sit beside my friends to, like, not kill myself, basically. You can put that out. Don't put that in. Um, but one day, was it... My friends must have been like they were coming from something else, and I went in to save seats. Again, no business being in this lecture; it's not mine. Don't know anything about it. Yeah. And I must have like sat down, and then you sat beside me, was it? Because you ran in late. You're like, "Fuck, there's a guy yeah. beside her." Here I, I go, and obviously I panic stations. I'm like, "Oh, boss." Because your one was like halfway up the lecture hall in terms of stairs, so she was like climbing up the stairs. I came in on the lower level yeah. and ran in and just like dolted in behind her, so she wouldn't see me essentially. Ah. Yeah, and then I sat beside you. And I remember she was saying, oh, now we're going to discuss whatever. <laughs> and I kind of looked and I will say that it was like, uh, a pretty girl in politics? No. What's Yeah. And then my instant thought was, okay, I've actually done the reading for this. Glory be to God. So I can actually talk about it. So I was like, listen, you know, new wars and old wars, like in terms of asymmetry and whatever the case was at the time. Yeah. And then I went on this whole rant yeah. and you turned to me. And this is how I'm fairly confident it was you because you said... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure what you said was all right, but I have absolutely no business being here. No idea what you just said. I'm actually just waiting on my friends or across that. And I was just kind of sitting there like, ah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, right. I do have like a faint memory of something like that happening. Because like the amount of them that I went to, it would have to happen at some point. Yeah. Like I'd have to explain to someone, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't actually do this course or anything yeah. to do with it. Yeah. But I also remember when I was in those lectures, I looked at like all of your friends. And I was like, wow, they have such a good friend group. That would be so cool if I had friends. Because I, I had like three friends in college. Four, max. I had zero, so like you're <laughs> flying away. Actually, no, if anyone... Well, no. I, I had pals. No, I didn't. I'm telling lies. No, because that makes me sound like a bitch. Like, because there's obviously people that I talk to. But it's not like we were like good friends. You just had yeah. your um, impromptu therapy group for the difficulties of science. Oh, God, yeah. I spent more time in buildings that I shouldn't have been in than anyone else. Like, my whole life I just spent in the Newman building, which is so ugly, but science is so nice, but it's so depressing. Like, you walk into science, it's a panic attack. Like, it's just not Newman, nice. uh, for context, is full of art students and um, multicolored hair individuals who, I'm sure, champion the rights of social justice nonstop. Yes. Science is more, like, new, fashioned. Stunning. Like, it's, it's really, it's really nice. nice. But yeah. it, it's just muscle memory. Instantly want to have a breakdown. But... 
so I would be pelting around the new building with like my chemistry kit and my lab <laughs> my lab <laughs> journals and my whatever you call it lab bag my goggles whatever the fuck sprinting around the place just trying to find anyone that I knew had um tucked right between my legs <laughs> and there was one more time there's one more time after we before we actually got acquainted birthday party. yeah it was uh dara's birthday party dara is the guy in the couple that introduced us and i think me and another guy brian were the only two people from my work that went because yeah. dara's mom came in and, hand, and handed around all these invitations right i remember being in work yeah. and she came in and she was like ryan like it's a surprise you know you know we're gonna have all all dara's friends and just make sure everyone gets one and i was like cool no worries yeah and it ended up just being me and our friend Brian that went. So to be fair, for context, it's not like everyone hated our friend, but me and him both have birthdays at the end of April, which is the last week of like the college term in UCD. Yeah. So like trying to plan a birthday around the final week of term is like not ideal. No. But anyway, me and Brian went, and it was in Dicey's, and Dara had gotten a, a limo. I think is that right? Yeah, we got like a Hummer limo. So. Yeah those of us who are local to where Dara is from like we all surprised and Sophie his girlfriend brought him to this bar just to be like oh we're going out for like drinks for your birthday and we all were like hey her. and I think he knew that we were all going to be at the bar and then this like Hummer limo thing shows up and then she's like oh we've rented Dicey's for you as well woohoo surprise type of thing yeah and then yeah. I have videos of when Dara walked in and all of you guys were there Yeah, and then we're like and then it's only years later that I look back on those like Snapchat memories and I can see all of your friends who I'm friends with now. Yeah. And I see like Nina and Orla and stuff walking in. Yeah. And it's only now that I'm like, oh, I know they were th- those people. Yeah. And then when me and Brian were outside, obviously it was you, Orla and Nina that came up and started chatting to us and we had a breeze, you know, who, who you guys were. Oh, yeah. Not that we would have at that time, but... we were in the... He had, like, a rented room in this nightclub. And then, kind of, after a few hours, people started going out into the main bit of the nightclub. Yeah. And me, you and Brian were already out there. And me and a couple of my friends were like, oh, let's go see. And then I... I feel like I spotted you. I was like, oh, I recognise him. He's Dara's friend. So I went over. Because I feel like we hadn't, like, spoke yet. Cause yeah. It was very much, like... Not, not like, separate, but, like, we hadn't had a chance to, like, say anything. So I yeah. went over and I was like, hey, are you for Dara's? Like, I feel like I'm confident on that memory that I went hmm. over because Dara I think was talking to you at the time and I went over and I was like oh are you Dara's friends from work and we were introduced in that way yeah and yeah. then I remember spending like towards the end of the night chatting to Mina on those like chairs in the main like the front room because yeah. you know the way there was like the DJ room and then there was the front room yeah. where you could see outside onto yeah, yeah, yeah. Harcourt Street and there was like lights coming on yeah 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 there some, and some there was people being thrown behavior. out and we were like yeah. oh look at those yeah and then whatever happened months later it was dara said to you hey look at this guy on instagram and he said to me hey look at this girl I was like what do you think yeah and that was pretty much it and i was like wow an alt girl for me awesome. heard she likes that 1975 yeah and that that was my selling point really like once you once you're there that's me bought bought sold shipped that's how easy it was no mm, good answer yeah thanks yeah. and yeah, then we had our first date was set up just after Dara's birthday. That, no, it was, it was for Dara's birthday, birthday yeah. the next year that we had our first date. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll just go for drinks for Dara's birthday, but it's actually a secret double blind date thing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then first impressions, go on. You were so quiet. Every time I say that, you always say you weren't, but like you did not say a word. Oh, in I wasn't in quiet. my mind, you were so 
Did you say you were quiet? Oh, I, I, I don't think you, I was quiet. You were quiet, you were quiet. I don't think I was any more quiet than you were. Maybe. Because mm-hmm. like, obviously we're being thrown into this situation where like neither yeah. of us know each other and it's like... Also, neither of us like recognise it as being a romantic date. It was yeah. very much like, oh, we're here for Dara's birthday. We just happen to be two of his friends who are each other's type of romantic interest. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Discuss. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I mean like, oh, like right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like when we were in the situation, it was like, hey, uh, let's go. Let's, let's, let's be on a date. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I think we already like followed each other on Instagram. Yeah. Because I took a picture of something and I was going to like send it to someone or like put it up or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, do you want a tag? And you were like, yeah. Oh, it's, and I was like, don't worry, I already have it. Whoa. I know. Uh, Romance. That took all my testosterone for the day. It really Your testosterone. My, you, had yeah. build, you had to build it up. I was like, up. oh, that, um, that was a bit spicy. That was ballsy, wow. Yeah, wow, mate. Really then. And then, I think from then on, we then we went on two more dates with them. Is that right? Yes. Like double dates. And then we went to buy ourselves. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember. Cause, and I think also one of those times was I was in Dunleary. And I had seen that Dara was also in Dunleary. And okay. he was in Spoons, which is a pub. And I, I saw that, you know, he was there. So he messaged me on Snapchat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll come up and see you guys. And then I saw you guys there. And As then, in you thought I was going to be there already? Well, I think Dara messaged me saying, hey, I'm up here and Maeve's here and there's going to be friends. Oh, right, right. So, okay. so I went in and then I'd also driven up to Dunleary. So like I had no business going to a bar. Not that I drank and drove or anything like that. No. But that was also the first night that I ended up staying in your house. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was really that was kind of awkward because they had said that they were going to come back and stay with us, and then Sophie felt sick, so they didn't. And this is me after seeing Maeve in total about five times in my entire life. Less. I feel like this was like four, three, three. Like three. it was still like I feel like we hadn't spent any time alone together yet. Yeah. No, actually, I feel like yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, because we hadn't even had like a, a date by ourselves yet. No, we must have. Surely, no. Like, no, we must have. I feel like we had, like, maybe one... Surely we had. Like, but basically... No, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. This would have been, like, our third grand total day, and two of those were doubles, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had not spent a lot of time alone together. Yeah. And this is still in the throes of, like, everything we did was, like, in a group of four, so it was like, oh, we're just, like, a group of pals getting on. Yeah. It's an episode of Friends. Yeah. Yeah, it was never very, like, like datey, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I ended up... Because I had drank and I'd parked my car at Maeve's because the plan was for the four of us to stay in Maeve's house. Yeah. And then I had no way to get home because I couldn't, like, stress again buying a taxi from your house to my house. And then getting it back to get your car the yeah. next day. But it yeah. was not the one. But, yeah, it worked out well. Because here yeah. we are. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Inseparable ever since. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think we're doing? Stunningly. Yeah, 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 thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, 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 very good, very good. Yeah, how do you think we're doing? Yeah, I think we're doing very well. Oh, yeah? Thanks very much, yeah. You have me on your podcast, that's a big step, I think. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, it adds some personality to it. And also, you're a lot more, I'll just say, funny than I am, so. That's a lot of pressure, though, if you say someone's funny, then they have Sorry, to be funny. Sorry, maybe you're hilarious, like, I would no, not No, no, that's what I said, like, I know, I know, I know, that's what you said. All right. Thanks. Oh, so you're trying to make it worse? No, I'm just trying to... Oh, okay. right, right, right. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's pretty much the story of how we went. I think that's that's a nice old-fashioned romantic kind of tale it is yeah yeah, yeah it's quite very cool. wholesome but like all the how i met your mother like i feel like someone could make a movie out of that like how weird is that who would like who you, do you want to play you in a movie myself obviously all right 100 yeah. yeah okay okay um myself i have options though there's myself we have 
Danny DeVito in spandex. I think Kim Kardashian would play you. Just because and Kanye of... West would play with me. So, okay. I mean... She's a Libra with a big bum. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as we touched on uh, in, in that whole thing, uh, why did you choose science? Like, why, why was that your... That was very odd segue. But what? Yeah, like, that was, yeah, like, that was like, so, as I was so, saying. As I was saying, science. <laughs> as I was saying in my own head. As okay. I was saying, I was like, hmm, what's, what's next? But science, I mean, you said that you went through a lot of a mental trauma. Oh my God. Like, it's actually indescribable. But why? Trauma. But why did you go? Like, if, if it was going to be so bad? Oh, the thing is, like, I, I was, well, no, I was about to just absolutely lie and say, I'd do it again. I wouldn't. I absolutely would not. I would rather go through, like, a broken bone again. But the bits that you actually want to do in science it's like what they say like when you go into science you actually don't know what you're getting yourself into and you don't because it's like oh you want to do um cell and molecular biology and you're like yep and they're like oh six percent of your classes are like maths and chemistry and it's not just like oh you have to know a bit of chemistry it's like you have to do like six chemistry lectures and two three-hour labs a week and you're like grand when do I do the biology and you're like every other day that you don't have that on so it's like it's very intense. And like I said, I didn't actually know how to get to college. Uh, <laughs> <very> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this really today. like three years, I decided that I would walk wind, rain or shine at half seven to a bus that then took over an hour in like the heaviest rush hour traffic with like a lab bag and everything when I could have left my house at literally maybe half an hour before I needed to get to college, got a train and then walked. And like I love walk, as we all know. No one knows, but I'll tell you now love to walk and I could have just got a train from right outside my house to college but instead I just added to my mental turmoil which was my first experience of college but yeah that was a bit of a spiel but um I loved it I just thought biology and stuff was so interesting I still do but there's just there's a lot more work that I don't want to do to be involved in it for career wise so like hats off to everyone who does it but like it is so hard and then it was very, just very the workload or the type of work that made you... It was the type... Like, I... When I was in school, like, it was actually really weird because up until, like, fourth year, I was one of those people who was like, oh, I hate science. Like, it's such a shit subject. Like, I never want to do it. Like, it's actually dirty. Like, why do you need to know how things work? They work for a reason. Just shut up about it. Like, adamantly not into science at all. It's dirty. <laughs> she like, who, like, who cares? All right. And then got to fourth year and I was like whoa had like a euphoric experience I just thought it was the coolest thing in the whole world I was like biology is that's where it's at and then I was like I'm gonna be a scientist and yeah probably from like fourth year to now I'm just like crazy science person like I come out with facts to Ryan all the time and I literally look like like cartoons of mad scientists I'm like pulling out my hair I'm like how is that real and he's like I don't know <laughs> like it just is I'm like but how one of Maeve's favourite obsessions is how plants talk to each other underground and it's like how does the ecosystem of a whole forest work it's no it's not it's not how does it work it's that there's so much going on like you just look at a forest and you're just like oh trees nice they're standing there rustling the breeze nah like the amount of stuff that's going on like all these cell things like if you like it's not even just cells like you can't even imagine how small a cell is and then you go inside the cell and you have cell organelles and then that's all doing stuff like you have like a billion things inside of a cell and then you go inside of all those things that oh that's just nuts whoa you know what i mean that's kind of like crazy. it is nuts it's yeah. just so nuts like everything it's just it's just bats like it's absolutely bats and then anyway <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, you still you have your your love for science and then it yeah. just the work just became like 
not oh, what you I, thought you were getting yourself in for. It's just having a mental breakdown. So like I absolutely took the piss because like I found school quite easy. And then like I'd never really had to like, without sounding like a knob, I think I appreciate and I think the smartest people are the people who actually know how to work and do well in college. And I have never been or like will never be one of those people. Like it overwhelms me so much and I actually just don't understand it at all. Maeve is, uh, sorry to interrupt, short selling herself something fierce right now because... No, uh, I'm literally, like I cannot work in college. Like it, uh, mm, not short selling myself, I can't do it. Like it's so hard. I can't do it. And that was what, so hold on, when it came to science, so what in particular made you... Okay. Oh, right. So basically because I only realized I kind of late in life, like how much I was obsessed with this and how like I was like dead set on this becoming a career. Like I wasn't prepared for it at all. Like I didn't do, I'd never done any chemistry before. I dropped maths when I was a little, when I was trying to be a little knacker in school. I was like, don't need it. Why would I do it? (laughs) Dropped maths for no reason, even though like I cannot string a coherent sentence in English. You're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, no, you're going to listen back to this and it's whatever I don't make very good sense in speaking um so like I should have stuck with the kind of maths and science things but I didn't so then going into science you're kind of running to catch up because it's all chemistry and stuff and it's just it's very intense if you feel like you're already running to catch up and then for absolutely no reason self-inflicted you're doing 12 hour days because you decide to take an hour and a half route to college every day it's like so you have to run as fast as you can just to stay in the same place kind of thing? Yeah. So like I failed chemistry in first year. I think I failed two chemistries chemistry in first Chemistry is not year. real, doesn't matter. It's literally like it's impossible. And so I was absolutely like completely running to catch up. And like I had seven modules in my second year first semester, but then I actually had nine. So you have 12 in a full year and I had to do nine in my first semester. So you have 12 weeks to do nine modules when you should have six modules per semester, isn't it? Yeah. Because you can do it where it's like seven and five. Mm. But I had seven plus my two repeat chemistries. And chemistry is like... So I was then doing like four chemistry modules and it was the worst subject I'd ever done. Plus like all my cell, molecular, genetics, whatever, at the same time. And oh, it was just impossible. Like it was so hard. And that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, is there any way to not do chemistry? And I feel like that's such a cliche thing. And like, obviously I'm just not good out for it because chemistry is everything so I just couldn't do it and then <laughs> you go to drop out right and I'm like sitting there having a mental breakdown crying at this woman I was like I just can't do chemistry I can't do it like I'm gonna have to drop out because of chemistry and she's like oh like you might be able to like switch course instead of dropping out and I was like oh what could I switch to and she's like let me check like what your modules are lined up for that you could just like scoot them across mm. like so you don't have to start from fresh everywhere and she's like beep 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 on her computer and she looks up at me and she goes chemistry I was like, oh girl <laughs> read the room <laughs> <laughs> i'm not having a mental breakdown read for the nothing. room <laughs> yeah christ but um yeah so that was a bit of a trial-like experience and but, then um, after that you emerge victorious on group on boots crafting street oh my god yeah i did absolutely to be fair would and will probably die there in fairness i don't work there at the minute but i would go back in a heartbeat it's incredible it is truly the best job i have ever or will ever have uh, for context this is not true may have complained this about is it true. non-stop i did not complain about it non-stop it was funny to complain about it because it's just an absolute <sighs> shit show of a place like it's just hilarious you have to sign an asbestos waiver yeah <laughs> like it's just funny like where else to be fair, do you the do building's that? about 102 years old so yeah i feel like you don't know this i have um a little sneak peek if ryan decides to set up a patreon i'll show you the sneak peek of the haunted 
attics of a Grafton Street building because they go up for fucking miles. There's like three floors. It used to be a doctor's practice and all the like old dusty notebooks, curdled yellow pages are all up there. So that was interesting. And you do have to sign this pestos thing. Is that that's real? They make that's you real. That's real. And I thought it, I was like convinced because then when people come into like temp from other booths, I was like, you chat away to them and you're like, oh yeah, how do you, are you new? And I'd be like training in new people. And I'm like, oh, have you done any paperwork? Have you signed your asbestos thing? And they're like, sorry, what? And I was like, your asbestos waiver to like <laughs> say that you won't sue them if you die of asbestos poisoning. And they're like, <laughs> are oh you, God. they were like, do you have a fever? Are you okay? Yeah, so like, it's no, uh, like, eight hour days, uh, seven days nine, a week. And uh, you're bleeding day, lungs there as well, pal. There's asbestos and there's no light on the stairs and the ceiling's going to cave in, but uh, just dodge it okay yeah. and you're just like fine fine 10 euro an hour money time is money you know so that was you did it for what a year yes two years no um i did it for a year full-time when i dropped yeah. out yeah well just under a year because i went back to college in september whoa doing yeah. the big business yeah much job that um ryan i'll be honest with you i have no inspirational story i went to yeah. do it because people were like uh commerce is a degree that gets money and i was like grand i need that to live yeah, I respect that. Yeah. And I feel like for a lot of people, like I do feel very lucky in that I was able to get into two degrees, you know, and to get into commerce, I guess, because like people obviously and, you know, without sounding like, I don't want to sound like unappreciative because like obviously there's people that really want to do commerce and I'm not saying like I had no interest. I just put it down and like did it for money because like there is aspects of it that I find very interesting. Yeah. But I was never like, oh my God, I can't wait to be a businesswoman. I was just like, I need something, you know, I need a degree. <laughs> I remember like you used to say to me all the time, I'd love a job where I could just clock in nine to five, be an accountant, sit down. Non-accountants. Do- don't get me no. wrong. No. God, no. Sorry, just a businesswoman. Just, I was just like, I would just love an office job. I just wanted stability at this job. point in my yeah. life. Like I was wrecked. <laughs> but you went back. To? College. Yeah. That's not an easy thing to do though. Like, I know people... Absolutely not, yeah. In my first year, I knew people who dropped out, A, in first year, and B, then in second year, towards, like, the very beginning of second year. And in my head, I could never see that as, as an option. Because, A, you're already here. B, yeah. if you're in the second instance, you've lasted this long, just stick it out, like, you know? But, I mean... All right, all right. Tear me a new one, fine. <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, in terms of what I was doing, what I was doing was nowhere near as complicated as what you were doing. Like, you didn't have to understand, balance chemical yeah. equations. Because if you've ever seen a chemical equation, like, it's it's maths, but what? Shapes, absolutely. Yeah, no. Oh, my God, you actually don't understand. Like, I went, one of the chemistry tests that I failed, right? I, like, the thing is, is that I was an absolute dope. Like, I didn't go to any, I went to, like, two lectures, and I was like, I don't understand this, so I'm never going to go again. This is not the behavior of, like, a scientist. <laughs> Just to point that out, that's the stupidest thing you could ever do. So I never went again. And then obviously had to go and face an exam on something I'd never visited ever. Um, and I just remember there was, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You, you're going to have to, you're going to have to wriggle around with that. Cause I've, anyway. Um, and I remembered one like chemical structure. They're like, oh, it looks like a chair, but obviously it's a chair of like chains of molecules. Right. Yeah. And I didn't even know how to draw like the molecule. Cause you know, they're all like hexagons and like you have to draw. Mm-hmm. So like double lines is like a double bond if it's one side of the bond it's this yeah. positive negative all yeah, this yeah. stuff i literally drew a line drawing of a chair do you know when you draw a chair when you're a kid like yeah. in, a, in a kitchen it's literally a letter l with two little pegs on the bottom of it i drew that and i walked out but at least there's a, a justification for that with mine it's like if you accept the fact 
I'm sorry. No, no. If you accept Excuse the myth that there are more than two genders, you're fine. What do you mean? That's like politics. You that's politics in UCD. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but at least you can like actually waffle and get away with that. Yeah, that's fair. But that's what I mean. So when you yeah. go back to college yeah. after facing all of that trauma. Yeah. Like there's a lot to be said for it. A lot of people wouldn't do it is what I'm trying to get at. And yeah. I don't think you give yourself enough credit for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I never like, because I feel like like I was saying, I think people who actually are able to work out at college and do well at it is very commendable. Even from my point of view, even if someone's like, oh, I did a one-year degree in, I don't know, I don't want to like diss any degree, but say there was like a one-year degree in like paper crafts, I'd be like, oh my God, how'd you do it? I'm like, you're so brave. You're so brave. Oh my God, God bless you. Unbelievable. And then like, and I did it from home too. I'm like, Jesus, even better. But you have the system played. I'm like, you are, you're a genius. You're amazing. Such a savior. But, um, yeah I find that very fascinating but I was never like I know no one ever imagines himself being a dropout but like I was always very like schooly like I liked school mm, and I ran yeah. school like easy but so you like, tested well yeah you know what I mean like you aced, <laughs> as I said in the intro you aced the leaving so yeah you did a lot better than me yeah which isn't hard but. okay yeah well like I can say it now I aced the leaving so but that means nothing because I am now illiterate no not true yeah, no. Um, you're, you're doing a BCom in UCD. <laughs> B, comma, A. <laughs> Great Charlie O'Connor used to call it that. Which oh is my quite God. Fun. <laughs> That's funny, like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <fuck laughs> <sake>. <laughs> I have a friend who used to always say that she did um, an arts degree, but it was technically under the School of Law because it was like social science or whatever, right? Yeah. And she used to be like, no, like I have a law degree, I have a law degree. And me and Charlie would be like, but it's called a Bachelor of Arts under the School of Law. And she's like, no, it's a law degree. It's a law degree. And then Charlie was like, Charlie's doing a BSc. He's gone back. He took a year out and is going back and doing it now in the big pharma. Hmm. And um, he was asking me what mine is called because like, it's not a B business. And I was like, it's a BCom. It's literally its own degree. It's called a Bachelor of Commerce. And then he was like, yeah, BCom at A. Because <laughs> 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 he was slagging BAs, which is not to be slagged because they're hard. So. As I said, uh, the artist formerly known as Clown Degrees uh, as my friends never no. never stop from but to be fair if I had something that said under the school of law I would die on that yeah. horse <laughs> she has it wrapped up in tinfoil which is the horse <laughs> she dies on she's like she didn't buy a frame for it and she doesn't have like one of those like degree tubes it's literally wrapped in tinfoil and that's not an exaggeration it's in like her very expensive sitting room that's all done up it's just like a scrunched up little it looks like it could be a heroin supply, but it's just like, it's her law degree in air quotes wrapped in a used heroin tissue. Used heroin tissue? Yeah. Oh my God. And um, so what's business like as opposed to science? I suppose it's oh, like a lot easier. Yeah. But I don't want to say it's easy because like you have to, accounting is probably like the chemistry of whatever. Accounting is literally like the definition of, you know, it's like the classwork, two plus two equals four, the test. And then it's just like, if Johnny walks up to the shop and gives yeah. Mary two cents, yeah, 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 stuff like that. Because yeah, it's no, it's an absolute joke. And they even say that like all the lecturers are a bit batshit crazy, and they go like, "Oh, there's like a lord, the lord of accountancy," which just says like as a profession, if you have a lord of accountancy, check in with yourself. You know, you, you own weird. two acres of land in Scotland somewhere. Yeah, and yeah, you've yeah done he's Scottish as well. How did you know? <sighs> he's Scottish. He's like the baron of the accountancy profession even he said if you understand how to do a balance sheet you're doing it wrong so like why don't you make one that if you makes understand sense? If, if you understand, understand the it, subject you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong yeah because they were basically was like it makes no sense oh my but God. they still have the audacity to 
to be like, no, wrong. I'm like, maybe you are. You know? Who knows at this point? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's all right. So what's um what's like your favorite part of a business now? Uh, marketing. That's the two fair, that's quite interesting. It yeah. is very interesting. I did enjoy finance as well, but I think I enjoyed it because of the woman who taught it. You came to one of them, didn't you? Oh, to be fair, there, yeah, learn about you know the girl with like and... the long. She had like really long nails. She was like you could tell she drives a Range Rover. You could you tell could like tell. she had already made her money. Like she yeah. invested probably like ten euro in two thousand and one, and it's worth two billion now because yeah. she's just like I just knew, and like she teaches this, and she's like oh, she knows she's above it, but she does it for the love. Like she's like oh, you trying never to just coach me. Yeah, looks at you like all of her kids, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, to be fair, she was very nice and. For, again yeah. I didn't talk to her but like I just saw her teaching and I was like you know what that's 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 a woman that's very wholesome she's gonna guide everyone here wholesome right. but like you know the type that's like your uncle who pretends that he doesn't like kids because she was never like smiley or anything she's like she looks a bit vampire like she's very she was slim kind of very dark hair pale skin and she would just be like hi guys anyway here's some maths to do is that everything you want to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, just for a side note, when Maeve was in school after oh the Twilight series came out, mm-hmm. uh, maybe also to be fair to her, it's quite sallow skinned, very tanned looking, uh, very Egyptian, you might say. No, um, <laughs> I, I get a from. lot of this from, from my, you and your my, friends yeah, okay. and occasionally mine because I am small and have dark hair, which like is probably the most common hair color in the whole world is brown. After Twilight came out, Maeve went through this obsession like most girls I'm sure did where before she would go into school she would like wet her hair slick it back and also douse herself in johnson and johnson's talcum powder yeah. just to make herself look more pale like a vampire Have you yeah. ever see those tiktoks where it's like that guy and he's like no don't look at me i can't go into the sun and it's like doesn't want anyone to know that he's a va- like you're trying to be a vampire yeah that's I used you to coat myself in like two inches thick of talcum powder and i would put like baby lotion in my hair to slick back so I would just look like, and I, I would just look like an anemic grease ball. I look like my mom kept me in a cage in the basement. Like I look like I never saw the light of day in between coming and going from school. And I was like, oh, I think someone's gonna take me and absolutely ravish my twelve-year-old hole. But obviously, it <laughs> didn't happen. I was like, oh my god, I'm so stunning. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my good god, um. Oh my god! If you make it to the top of some like big law firm, I want this to be like just on repeat in that office. <laughs> Ravish my twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, yeah, I don't condone that at all in no, in right, any sense I? of the word. No, but uh, marketing anyway. That's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. what? Um, now to be fair, I'm someone who's very interested in uh, to again immediately take a sharp left turn away from this twelve-year-old uh, talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone who takes a big interest in like marketing because I feel being able to make people want certain things and also providing someone with the need for a good or providing someone with what they want and knowing how to get that to someone and also knowing the patterns of behavior that lead to that is very interesting. Is that what you learned about or do you learn about like red is the color that makes you pay attention more? Well, a bit of everything like, yeah. but I'm not going to like sit here and talk about marketing at a very like juvenile level level. like not even a student like like it is a it's a bachelor's degree like most people learn this stuff off consumer programs on tv but i'm just paying three grand for it but or however much it is per year what per year per year yeah Yeah. yeah. but uh, i know one thing that does 
grind your gears is oh the whole like sustainability thing it does grind because, my gears Ryan and <laughs> I know this is very like um, again like sharp left turn into something but for someone like me who you know isn't as concerned with like you know uh, to be fair I put my cans in the recycling bin and I you know do everything. I know I'm, I'm a <laughs> green king David Attenborough who sorry but Taurus king by the way good christ anyway um but yeah as someone who like isn't as responsible or not as, isn't responsible but like he doesn't pay that much attention to recycling or compost or whatever i can do to be more green but like what what do you see on that front in terms of how people should be towards the environment and this is like just coming from you doesn't have to be like statistically with uh, my facts and figures i just it just annoys me i think waste in general annoys me to like a very pernickety level like i know i say it to you all the time like if you have like a water bottle at home why are you buying another one like why would you go out and buy a bottle of plain water like i can't justify that like for the plastic like water's free what if i'm just thirsty then you should have brought water Mm, that's fair yeah also i feel like it's contradictory but like i feel like buying it for water like then you're literally just paying for plastic but if you bought a drink that wasn't water like something like say you bought like a smoothie or something like Mm -hmm. that you're like oh yeah that's worth the plastic but like so you need like a justification for yeah definitely i feel like buying bottled water is the stupidest thing ever it's so annoying interesting yeah and then what do you think of like when you hear that companies literally pay for their right to pollute like that's that's a real thing yeah i know i just think it's oh it's ridiculous i don't know like okay i suppose better question is like what what would you do to if you had a magic wand you could change anything about the way business is done and about the way companies go about doing things I feel like I'd give them my brain because I feel like a lot of people just don't see how much waste they're doing because like even like small scale like they're like oh paper is recyclable like you can just use so much of it but you don't need to like who the fuck uses paper anymore like I quite like paper like writing notes or whatever for studying but if someone's like oh just write down something on a piece of paper I used to like say if I was working in a shop or like in a pharmacy say if they're like oh go and check like we have this vitamin this pill whatever mm-hmm. the fuck i would squeeze it all into like one tiny little piece of paper she's like oh that's not readable write it out like bigger no bitch i can read it and i can tell you what's on it i'm not wasting more paper for this like it's so dumb like also i could have just wrote this in an email to you you know mm-hmm. like that's that stuff just stresses me out and it's so minuscule but on a large scale as well i just feel like waste is so pointless you know mm. what, what should be done with the waste then if there's so much about dump it in the sea no like you know, you can make, like, a lot of things out of plastics. Like, I can't remember where it was, but I have this really interesting lecture and they were, like, I can't remember. They were, they find, like, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It was called, like, Food Cloud or something like that. It's such a cool company. And, no, that's not it. Anyway, basically, there there's actually so many, like, new, oh, you can make tires out of, like, daffodils now. They can make daffodils tough enough to make tires out of. What? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, the fibres out of the plant can make a tyre. And, like, things like that, you know? It's just crazy to me. Like, the way that we're moving towards... I feel like, why wouldn't companies go towards that? But then again, uh, my uh, bubble was popped significantly the other day. I remember I was telling you about this, but I didn't know about it. Where, like... So, say, like, a lot of plastic, you know, it has a recycling symbol on it. That little triangle thing. And you put that on it to say like oh it's either like made of recycled things or it is recyclable but then a lot of petroleum companies just to look like to make people feel good like it's all a lie obviously in the states i feel like you can get away it is all a lie like it's such a big problem and like it's just too hard to tackle but not too hard but like it's just so big it's like unfathomable how much is going on type of thing so what's with the triangle thing 
so it was like some the petrol companies want people to feel better about recycling they're like we want people to think recycling works which as an opening statement as it is is very unnerving if you have to fool people into thinking something works when mm. like we we all like believe in recycling like especially the COVID paper. vaccine doesn't work that's because it doesn't exist yet yeah, yeah. but um uh yeah so they i'm not sure if this actually came to fruition or if it did it was definitely just in the states because i i feel like i trust europe a little bit more possibly quite naively haha but um yeah so they put like recycling symbols and a load of things but it wasn't like backed up by anything it's just like a symbol it's literally just a triangle printed on a load of packets so that the petroleum companies can get away with like still mining for oil still making things out of oil like those you know like oil derived plastics yeah. and things like that so they can get away with that because people see those symbols on them and they're like oh i can either recycle this or it will be recycled or it's made of recycled materials it's literally just a triangle on them and so the petrol companies nope so if you're throwing your like wrapper off you're throwing water. that away it's going straight to a landfill and the petrol companies are still are making more new plastic out of all their like oil and rubber or whatever the fuck that they yeah, because are making all fresh so they're just producing way more plastic and it's all just still going to landfill i think it's crude oil that's used to make plastic is it probably it's yeah. a byproduct of yeah, yeah yeah but like that's nuts to me how is that allowed yeah you know? people just like to, like yeah. Them, yeah and like all those plastic bags that we think that we're recycling are in landfills in i think it's thailand uh to be fair when i when we were in thailand like they would give you a plastic bag i know for free outrageous but it is a thing over here where you buy your reusable bag but they just give you one like there's nobody business and one of the main things we saw all the time and something that we did point out to each other was the amount of waste. And it's like myself, Danny and Dylan aren't the most green friendly people on the entire planet. Not yeah. saying we don't do our bit, but mm. we wouldn't be as conscious as you are. And we even noticed like it's very, very dirty and there's a lot yeah. of pollution. And even to the point where we all got sick at one point and we all had developed coughs over in Thailand because of the amount of pollution. Yeah. And when we went to like blow our noses or whatever the case was sorry for the, like, the image it's black but like the yeah. black I mean like how how did this happen and they started wearing masks long before we did and obviously for a reason because yeah. you could buy them at the tills and stuff just because of the amount of like pollution mm. because the air you're cleaning or you're, the air you're breathing in rather isn't clean yeah and everywhere is air conditioned I suppose it makes a big difference yeah but, so like you don't really notice it when you're inside but when you get outside it's just like smoggy yeah you know yeah, I feel like I even noticed that when I was in London. Yeah. The first time I went to London with my friends, I think it was January, and a couple of them had colds. So, like, we would come in and they would, like, blow their nose or whatever, like that again, graphic. But, like, it would, you'd have, like, black inside yeah. your nose. And it's kind of like you don't really think of London as being that much worse than Dublin. Yeah. Like, you never really notice that when you're in Dublin. I no, don't, yeah, anyway. No, I wouldn't notice, like, visible dirt on myself. But, yeah, it's crazy. So what, what's like, what's the lowest level step people can do to make themselves more like green aware and green friendly? Like if I want to look after the environment right now as I am, what would you say? I, I feel like a lot of it is like when I think of like things like that, I always think of like grocery shopping and like things where you, like, you need to buy like the least amount of like plastic waste as mm-hmm. you can because at a level, like all of that is going to go in your bin when you get home. Like if you buy... I don't want to call you out, but like you have a lot of single serve like yogurt pots and like you have those little protein pots. But like your whole fridge, if you look at it, it's all plastic. Like everything in your fridge is covered in a plastic coating that is then just going straight to landfill. And like you've used it for what? Like you got like four minutes of good out of that plastic that's now going to sit in the earth forever. 
Four minutes of good, a lifetime of enjoyment and health. Let no, no, no. Four minutes of enjoyment. So. And a lifetime of health. Anyway. No, 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 no. And I just think that that's like not sustainable. Okay. Yeah. Where should I get my yogurt from? Buy a bigger one. Like if you buy one giant tub that has like however many servings, you have no self-control so you do the whole thing in one. But if you were to buy one giant one and then like scoop out of it or whatever. Yeah. Or just certain things like, I suppose that's just like health in general. Like being more natural with your life is better. I do think that like when we went on a walk this morning, it, it kind of reminded me a lot of what you say is to go on walks and be in nature and get more kind of respect for the yeah. environment that you're in. I don't think that's too far-fetched of an idea to implement, you know? Because I think when, it's like we were saying before, when you're on a walk or before you go on a walk, you cannot want to go on the walk up until before you want to go on it. But mm -hmm. when you're actually walking and out in nature, you're like, oh, this is nice. This yeah. is natural. This feels good. Yeah. You know, not even for the fact that you're walking, but just because you're around nature and you're breathing in fresh air. Yeah. Like it feels really nice. And I feel like that was one, remember we were, I can't remember. One time myself and Ryan partook in some... Can I say that here? Edibles? <laughs> Edible <laughs> marijuana? Is this monetized? Can I say this? Yeah, you can say yeah. Um, yeah, so we were doing stuff like that and I kind of was thinking about it because I've only ever had pleasant experiences hmm. and I think a lot of the time it's because like the majority of the time that we've done stuff like that it has been like either summer or like we'll be outside or we'll at least be have been outside that day Yeah, because... I suppose that's just the nature of what we do. We spend a lot of time outside yeah. and like walking and everything because I'm just like... Because we're such health kings and queens. I love it. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like these kind of things always make you feel more... Because it's so natural. And you know the way the whole like... The whole big picture if you get really into your whole like natural drugs and things like that yeah. is that it's supposed to like make you feel more in tune with like the earth and nature and all this natural stuff. Like it's not there to make you feel more in tune with like a cosmopolitan lifestyle. You're not yeah. meant to like have like eating edible and then be like oh I cannot wait to be in like a lift going up in the dungeon town centre yeah. like you're meant to be like oh like these flowers are beautiful you know stuff like that and I think that when people do have bad trips I feel like if you ask them like where they were of course you could be out in nature and just have a fucking panic attack think that a wolf's gonna come get you or something yeah. like that but I feel like the majority of the time is that like this again could be me absolutely having a crackhead mumble but like I feel like your body wants to be in nature no, I think you're right. I because a lot a big thing when it comes to psychedelics and anything else of that nature, and I'd say that edible weed is more so a psychedelic than it is like mm. anything else, because as I said, set and setting is where you base off what you're gonna do and where you're gonna take it. So even if it was like the truffles that we took in Amsterdam, or the edibles when it came to weed, the thing you want to be surrounded by is nature. And what, funnily enough, when we were, when me and the lads were in Amsterdam what we did was go outside to take our socks off and ground ourselves on the grass. Yeah. Because like, like you said, it's, it's not like I have the urge to go in and lick the metal plate on the lift. Yeah. In Dundrum Town you Center. always want to be, you want to be in nature. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think it's very, that rings very true because you know, that there's something about nature that just like, you know, it makes you feel a part of something and like in a very like woo woo way, like a part of the world, you feel yeah. like you're connected to it and that it's your place to be, you know? Yeah. And I don't think we would feel that way if there wasn't some significance to it. Yeah, I feel like I become, I buy more into nature the more I get older. I feel like I'm yeah. becoming, even like the time I've known you, like what, like two years or whatever? Yeah. Two and a half, whatever. Um, I've become, you said, I've become more like a hippie. Yeah. Recently, yeah. 
It's not a bad way to be. No, I'll take it any day. But, yeah. And, like, what, how do you feel that your kind of, like, degree coincides with that? Because you, I suppose, no, you see, the, like, the <laughs> other side of it going on. You're like, yeah. this is what companies do and this is how they're taking advantage. And even when I was doing economics, it was like, these are called negative externalities. It's like the um, negative effects which um, the companies bear no cost for. So like, you know, and then they've tried to implement these things, like pollution is a negative externality. Like if you're polluting a water source by virtue of you producing your product, that's a negative externality. And you paying for it is how you get charged for it, essentially. So you're being charged for the pollution. So it's like not something that has it. To be fair, something I didn't know, well, I probably did. And I feel like it's probably a very well-known thing now. But if you try to get funding for anything that isn't deemed a green or sustainable venture now, um it's like extortionately expensive yeah. like people won't buy into it anymore and irish banks have like a quota of say like non-green things that they can actually lend to yeah. so like if you don't if you are going to take away from their quota of non-green things they're going to absolutely charge you like an absolute bomb for things like that so yeah i do is, think like, like world, it is moving in yeah. like a direction in a yeah. good direction but yeah there is still obviously a lot of awful things going on yeah, especially on that front. And I know, like, m- a big thing now is, like, electric cars. And I was showing you that article during the week about, like, the hidden secrets of electric cars and about yeah. mining the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What cobalt. The cobalt to make yeah. the batteries, yeah. And you see, like, there's child labor involved, there's pollution involved, and everything that we don't want to talk about or know about is involved. But we do want the shiny new electric car because we feel better about ourselves. But it's like, you can't have a free lunch when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I feel like... But I, like you said, it's in the right direction. Like, it's the right direction world-wise, but then, like, there's just so much to consider, I think. Like you said, like, no one really thought about, like, child labour being a factor in that. Yeah. But then another part of what you were saying was, like, even if we, like, defund the whole, like, mining of that cobalt in that area, it's then... They're not going to suddenly think, oh, well, we have to change our income stream now. It's just going to go underground and become, like, a black market thing. Mm-hmm. And then it might get even worse for them that's my argument for legalizing weed black market sorry no what i mean what i mean by that is if you legalize weed you take away the money that the black market trade is making you also take away crime and everything that funds gangs well not everything that funds but the main driver of gang revenue in ireland so far as i can see i don't think there's anything bigger than weed because it's but i don't i don't mean like (laughs) most people would smoke weed or admit to smoking weed whereas i'm sure not as many people would do heroin I smoke weed so weed would have more like a bigger consumer you'd be surprised (laughs) sorry I didn't work on boots and gravity (laughs) I didn't I haven't seen what you've seen no one's seen what I've seen but Um, yeah that's so you think they should legalize it 100% 100% can you imagine the amount of tax revenue they'd make could pay for coronavirus (laughs) could pay it off could pay the actor known as coronavirus (laughs) that's a joke I'm not a coronavirus denier. How do you think it's um it's going so far with the whole COVID thing? Because you're very, you're a lot more, again, like, in terms of you being a lot more cautious about the world at large, a lot more so than I am. How do you think it's uh, being dealt with? Oh, badly. Yeah. Like, I'm not one to be like, give out about politicians because I feel like people are always going to give out. Like, they could do anything and people find a reason to give out about it just because they want to. Mm. Like, they could have like two choices. They'd make one choice and people would complain. Mm-hmm. Then they'd be like, okay, we'll switch to the other and then they'll complain about that. Like, I agree. it's a bit nonsensical. But however, us 
being brought back into level five lockdown, but still international travel being allowed on the same day. Like, I feel like if you read that on a fucking sheet of paper, if someone just condensed that down onto a post-it note and it was like, people can't travel from, like, Tala to Dunleary, but you can go to Turkey. And you had to read that aloud to the public. If you had to read that in such a... Me what would you call that? In a minimised way. Like, if you literally had to put it into two sentences, then mm-hmm. he has to read that aloud. Would he not just be like... Never mind. Mistake. Yeah. Do you think... So, is it the restrictions that bother you, or is it the hypocrisy of the... Dis- hypocrisy, 100%. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Like, I do think, obviously, they can't do nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. So, like, masks and everything like that. I feel like anti-mask people are just so annoying, because, like, you can bang on about it, and I think it's not about you if you're someone who doesn't believe in masks, but, like, say, if, if you're out shopping, think if it was, like, your granny or something like that. Was mm-hmm. she went out to do her shopping? She's gonna be fucking terrified because all the news is basically like you come in contact with one swipe of this and you're up, you're kicking yeah. the bucket like you're dead. They're gonna be terrified, and if you're like swanning around being like I don't want the government to tell me to wear a mask, like you're terrifying old people for absolutely no fucking reason. Like it's it's not hard to wear a mask. It's mm-hmm. not. So either don't go to a shop or just put it on when you're in the shop for however long, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That's done. So but, when you're outside, you don't think you should wear a mask? Like outside in the open air, going for a walk? Yeah. No. Right, that's fair enough. Because one of the conversations I was having with Danny is that his next prediction is that they're going to be designated mask zones outside, like Grafton Street or like Mary Street or something like that. I feel like a lot of people wear them in those because, like, you're going to be they coming do. in yeah. such close contact with people and like running out of shops anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And what do you think about that um, thing we saw today with the Garda standing outside these shops? Basically, the Garda are going around implementing these checks to make sure that retailers are compliant in selling only essential goods. And there's pictures of Guardi outside these shops where these particular shops that are selling essential goods, well, goods that have been deemed essential, just have their aisles of selection boxes and non-essential goods, whatever the case is, sweets blocked off. Or as like as uh, my man gave the example of Dunn stores, they have yeah. their clo- they have uh, dead oil at the front of their clothing section in, and, and then just have their essential clothes so they can stay open essentially, or so they can keep the top floor open as a justification. Yeah, no, that's dumb. Like, I think that's so stupid. Like, it's an essential shop. Like, you can't deem what foods are and are not essential. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just stupid. Like, if the shop's an essential shop, just leave it open. Because, like, people can go in there and get stuff. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what food you're buying. If you're in the shop anyway, it's not going to make a difference, is I, it? I think my, I suppose, um, what's the right word? Quam. Yeah, Quam. with all of this. Yeah. Is kind of the same thing. Except mine happens in the workplace and oh yeah yeah i just this is the one thing that gets me again i would much prefer to be someone who can work from home which i can which i was doing up until recently and where i was working or where i am working when we're back in the office we have to wear masks and all this kind of stuff when we're doing the same job that can be done essentially from home is so far as i can see right Mm. and again i'm so when i'm at my desk for however long eight hours a day I feel like we're, we're doing the social distancing, we're sanitizing our hands, we have a one-way system going on, we're doing pretty much everything that can be done to mitigate the risk of someone contracting coronavirus. However, you are allowed to remove your mask for drinking and eating. So, what I don't get is, if I remove my mask, surely the damage is already done within those few minutes where I'm sitting at my desk in the same place eating and drinking. So, I don't understand why I have to keep it on for eight hours a day, is one thing. Again, I don't mind because I understand the rules, but also 
I think we should just be able to work from home because the whole mandate of this is that it's an essential job that needs to be done from the office when we've been able to do it for, from home for so long. And I've had a few run-ins with a, a cleaner in work who comes over to me to remind me to put my mask on. And the case um, I described to me was that I was coming from the canteen to my desk, which isn't a long walk. So I was drinking my can, which is perfectly allowed within regulation. And then I put the can down. I sit at my desk. I log into my computer. Now, keep in mind, when I sit down, my mask isn't on because I've just put the can down and I'm using my hands to log into my computer. So my hands aren't near my face. They're not putting my mask back on because I know that I'm going to resume drinking that can of Coke. Coke Zero, just, just for clarification. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and this cleaner, who I assume holds no higher authority than that being cleaner, not to diminish the role of cleaners. They're very important in terms of what we're doing right now. But what I don't get is why this cleaner spots me, comes over to me within 50 centimeters of my face and reminds me to put my mask back on because I wasn't drinking in the interim of sitting down between the time I put my can down on the table and logged back into my computer. He fancies you. He must. He has fun. He must. Why would he get that close to your face right now? I know. And then I was on a call. I was on a call the next day mm. and I'm drinking, drinking my water bottle, my uh, water bottle that I reuse constantly and uh, have bought to save the planet. And I can see him from the canteen locking eyes at me. It's like, man, I already have an office boyfriend. I don't need another oh. one. Like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like he's out to get me. And it's not the it's not the protocol that I have a problem with. It's the hypocrisy of the ways enforcing it and the rules that he chooses to enforce. And people around me weren't wearing the mask. So it wasn't just me. I just feel targeted by this guy. And uh, I need to find a way to live rent-free in his head for the next few weeks. So I think you already do. As you said that about you locking eyes, just, you know that song that's like... We can build this thing together, standing strong forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Just him. you and him locking eyes and the whole world fades out between you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he'll take great offence if I make any kind of romantic uh, statement <gasps> towards him. Next time he comes up to you, you should try kiss him. Do you think? Yeah. Just like remove... Make just him like so uncomfortable. Move the mask. Yeah. yeah if he comes like very close, you just... Yeah. You're like, I want this too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, I was waiting finally. so long to see you. <sighs> we can be together. He comes up, take off your mask the next day you're in work. And if he comes over, be like, I missed you on the weekend. <laughs> just get ready for it. Just like as he's about to sit, remind me to put it back on. Just pucker up. Yeah. Yeah. That's or as he comes idea. over to you, if he puts his head here, right? He's waiting to say something to you. You just, just hold your, put your finger up to his lips. Like, shh, one moment, please. Lather on some chapstick <laughs> and go. I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, Finally. I think I think that's that's my main concern with with the way things are being done right now. It's I don't think there's people know enough about it. Even when we were on a call with like the managing people, they didn't seem to believe the rules that they were trying to enforce, which made it like if you're trying to motivate and instill confidence in a workforce, the one thing you should do is be confident in your own rules. Yeah. So I, I just. I think the whole thing is being done wrong. I'm not saying there's a right way to do it because we don't know about it that much. Mm. And I hate to bring every conversation back to COVID, but it's a big thing in what's going on right now. And I think yeah. knowing how different people deal with it can help everyone else kind of get along and know that it's not just them. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Yes. Very but good. That's why I'm asking about these things. COVID? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like... 
Sorry, it's, while we're on the subject, actually, where should people go to get their masks? Oh my God, Brendella skirts. My Brenda, say that again. Brendella skirts. How would you spell that? Oh, B or E N D, Ella E L L A. All one word though. Skirts, like a dress, but cut in half. You know, the bottom mm. half. Um, my friend and her family business make reusable masks, and they are stunning. Support local businesses. I think that's a big thing that's actually come out of COVID, though. Is yeah, I love it. It's so yeah. cute, isn't it? Like, everyone's supporting local businesses. Like, um, we're getting... Obviously, my friend who... Her family business makes those masks. Uh, every time any, like, person with any inch of Insta clout is doing, like, you know, oh, I want to shout out local business, small businesses, mm-hmm. whatever, we all send in her business. And fair, they all put it up, so, like, that's really nice. I think it's good to support local. Like, me and you, whenever we're out for a walk, yeah. if we're, like, going to get coffee or something, if we see, like say a chain like Costa Starbucks we're like mm, that just that doesn't just sit right no, anymore you see like a small place and, and you're just you, like oh yeah. and you, so you see the same people that work there and yeah. they kind of know your order they know you come yeah. up to them it's nice and it is a good thing to do and Brendella masks or Brendella skirts rather don't sponsor the podcast love if they did love if they put me a mask <laughs> but to be fair I was I was wearing the one you gave me today the Halloween one very festive oh yeah and uh, it was very, uh, to be fair out of the blue mask the surgical masks all those ones yeah they're nice yeah. yeah no they're and really nice real they're my favorite nice. ones they're very they're very nice it's like like a shirt material but yeah. like soft they're very nice I have to love it double lines and everything and they all come like you know like that small business packaging Jesus mate I get it right fantastic but like she just like little cute like paper bags obviously recyclable queen we love that little stickers like they're just cute yeah and for I know people get worried about like the reusable ones because they're like oh what if like the germs are still in it and mm. I'm just putting it back in my face but they give you instructions on how to clean them properly with the little things. So what do you say to the argument of the virus particles being smaller than the mask holes? Yes, like that, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. I agree. But um, the virus particles, I know there's like chat of it being airborne and all this stuff now but the like widely accepted data is that it's droplets and like a droplet isn't big enough to get through your mask and also I think unless someone coughs directly on your mask that's not I wouldn't be that worried about it Mm. you know whereas it's to prevent your cough spreading all that much Mm. and like people who talk about that it's kind of like if it is carried in the mucus which is like for something to be airborne it has to be like a pretty pretty baller thing like what are the there's like very rare to be something that's airborne and actually like what would you call it like infectious pathogenic when it's airborne like oh what is it anthrax anthrax is one sorry you're asbestos waiver <laughs> yeah i was literally thinking i was like is it fucking asbestos because i should claim mesothelio my claim like i'm gonna go back 1-800 whistleblow and <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing I was, that, that's a 1-800 whistleblow for all your whistleblowing needs um yeah no there's like i feel like for something to be airborne it has to be pretty pretty tough and I don't think many influencers are that tough. Like, obviously, this one's really infectious, but, yeah. like, it is in particles and stuff. And you can see there's so many experiments done where people, like, will cough in a Petri dish, like, bare, raw, if you will. They raw dog a Petri dish, or they... <laughs> they raw dog a Petri dish. They raw dog a Petri Mate, dish. That, that, or... that's, a, that's a different uh, clinic you're going to there. <laughs> that's, uh, for reasons unknown, I did drop out of my science course. <laughs> and then <laughs> you can cough in it with a mask and you're, you're laughing, yeah? Um, I think that brings us towards the, the end of our conversation. Obviously, now we have to go and uh, 
watch Mindhunter and eat some apple crumble. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. And uh, thank you for coming on, though. I, I do appreciate it, and I think it's for me. It's nice to have someone tell people about my life that isn't me. Do you like, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because you obviously you're a big part of my life. Yeah. And I think it adds context to again where I'm coming from in terms of when I talk about things. It's nice to hear, like you know, I have you coming at it from the other yeah. angle, you know. So it's not like my whole premise is just coming from my own brain. Yeah. Or like you know, my story isn't just like I am someone who sits down and talks to people <laughs> uh, for for nothing. So I do, I feel like you're you're good at talking about yourself, though. You're fantastically self-aware, which is something I lack, as most people know. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I make up for two of us, don't I? Yeah, no, you do. Yeah. But I like that. I feel like you you're one of those people that knows me better than I know myself. I feel like Which you, is nice. I feel like you're the same about me. I think that's how you, really? should, you should be in a relationship, almost. Oh, it's kind of cute, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, parting messages are uh, reduce, reuse, recycle, <laughs> support local businesses. Recycling's a scam. <laughs> Recycling's a scam only when done by uh, petrol companies. Uh, shop local. And, and nothing matters because we're all just going to die anyway. Cool, thank you so much. Hey, no, uh, no, no, I want to be more. Where can people find you and what should they do about it? Every street corner in Dunnery Rothdown County Council, and you should beep once. Thank you so much. Maeve, I really appreciate that. Thank you. No worries, right? Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and that's it. Do you enjoy? Just go.